Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Edmonton Oilers just went full Harlem Globetrotters on that shift. What a glove save made by Skinner. This is exciting for the fans of Edmonton. They deserve it. Zach Hyman finds the rebound. This is the best power play that's ever been assembled in NHL history, and so they have the stats to back that eye test up. And Nugent Hopkins is going to pick up point number 100. All right, two bits of business for you. Well, one bit of conjecture, but first a bit of business. Love the show. Listen to it every day. Pops out to Nurse. The shot scores. We've got Connor McDavid rewriting history here. To McDavid scores! There's number 50! And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chad. early in the show and we're doing so because uh, Cam Moon is actually featured in that song. Cam, tell us the story, the background behind this whole thing. That that rocks. It does. It does. I, I love the tune. I really do. Uh, it's a band called Trigger Mafia. They're out of Vancouver and I got to know their lead singer, uh, Sean me and a long time ago when he was he was with a different band they were called chrome when they were traveling through alberta we i got to see them play live a few times had them play in red deer anyway they they put together this song that's uh, it's a hockey song barn burner of course and they wanted some some play-by-play on there so i i did some play-by-play using the names of the members of the band that uh, Derek Scott helped me with 
and we, <laughs> we recorded it right here at Jed's studio. Well, we happen to be rolling on that, so let's hear Cam's cameo. related songs and we know the the cadence weapons song here in edmonton the Connor mcdavid song that we've heard a few times on this show uh, hilarious stuff i mean music is art right it is. i'm not gonna sit here and wax poetic about it but i love when somebody is willing to turn their passion for hockey or something like that into not just a piece of visual art but musical art that's awesome and well done by the way that was fantastic considering you had nothing to call that was out of your mind <laughs> It was Derek that made me sound good. I I had nothing to do with it. I, I I'll take a, the props. Sure. That's <laughs> hey, you did all the work. I I've oh, got a passion boy. for music though, and I I love live music, it, preferably in smaller venues too. So that's that's always been something that's been near and dear to my heart. And getting to know uh, Sean over the years and. And his, you know, the, the previous band and this one, they're just incredibly talented and a really uh, fun band to go see. So, yeah, I, he's, he tells me the video for it um, should be done soon. So, so this is a new song. Yeah, this is new, new. I don't even think it's released yet. <laughs> like a sneak preview. We're, we're spilling here. beans right now. That's what we're doing. Now, it is, again, the Wednesday show. We got some news to talk about. Uh, now, a uh, full two hours to discuss the news that hit in the final 10 minutes of yesterday's show. That being the Oilers parting ways with director of amateur scouting, Tyler Wright, replacing him with Rick Pacey, who has 20 years of scouting experience between his time in Philadelphia, Colorado. He's been a director of amateur scouting. He's overseen the drafts of the likes of McKinnon and Matt Duchesne, Gabriel Landeskog, Ryan O'Reilly, Tyson Berry, for example. So Rick Pacey, a name not likely familiar to you yet, but I would suggest is going to be. And really, Cam, I see this as sort of the first installment of a Jeff Jackson guy as the president and CEO with the hockey upside. Yeah, I mean, that that it leads you to believe that's what started this move and what, what this move would be about. So, again, time will tell as when, when a move like this is made with uh, someone on the amateur scouting side, you're not going to really see a lot of uh, you know the fallout, the impact of it, and be able to judge it for quite a while, because those players, a lot of times, you know, with the exception of maybe your first round pick, uh, they're they're two years away, three years away, maybe four years away before you see the impact of it. I can't remember the name of the guy uh, that was the basketball analyst who said that Raptors pick Bruno Caboclo was two years away from being two years away, and you know some of the late round picks that's. Kind Kind of the vibe that you get, and certainly when you've got a guy that's going to enter a full, say, university.
university degree and go play his entire college career or what have you. Um, but there's there's also been some picks within, say, Edmonton's organization in the last couple of years. I look at Matt Vaypetrov, uh, Ty Tulio yeah. would be another example of that. While Edmonton hasn't had those top flight picks that I guess the marketplace had unfortunately grown accustomed to, uh, now you gotta you, you got to squeeze lemonade from lemons that are a little bit uh, more stale, I guess, toward the tail end of the first round of the draft or subsequently later on in uh, in the fourth, fifth, sixth round and that sort of thing. And at uh, at least in the junior ranks, Matvey Petrov seems like he's oozing with potential. A couple great years for the North Bay Battalion there in Edmonton. But other than those couple of guys, you know, there's uh, not a ton percolating in Edmonton's system. I would say uh, that if you were to look at a lot of the, the system rankings, the prospect system rankings, Edmonton uh, fairly low in most of those. And I guess that's a byproduct of being yeah. in a part of the cycle where you're really pushing for a Stanley Cup right now. Uh, but uh, a change at the director of scouting, uh, uh, ama- amateur scouting ranks. And, and we'll see what that means for the team moving forward. And not just the draft, but finding players uh, via free agents out of the amateur ranks, whether that's coming out of college, whether that's uh, coming out of junior. We talked uh, about uh, Brandon Hagel yesterday, and there's a guy that Chicago signed as a 20-year-old free agent in the Western Hockey League. So there's, there's gems to be found late in the draft. There's gems to be found beyond the draft. So that's all part of the amateur scouting. So Tyler Wright, of course, uh, was hired along with Ken Holland in 2019. Prior to that was with Detroit from 2013 uh, through 19. But uh, looking at Rick Pacey, uh, prior to, uh, his, uh, I guess he'd been with the Flyers since 2014. Okay, we'll say that. Uh, he's from Hamilton, spent six seasons, um, or rather 13, with Colorado from 2008. Holy smokes, I'm struggling through this. 2008 through 2014 as the director of amateur scouting for the Colorado Avalanche. They had some very high picks in there, obviously. I named a couple of them. McKinnon, Duchesne, Landis Cog, for example. Um, he been, spent five years as a goaltender, played uh, at Wilfrid Laurier University and the University of Windsor back in the 90s. Spent uh, one year as a goaltending coach as well with the Windsor Spitfire. So, uh, Cam, he's an Ontario guy, and that is an area of Edmonton scouting department where I suggest, and I know that Bob had mentioned this on yesterday's show. There's been a bit of a gap, been a bit of a hole, some oversight. So when you've got sort of, sort of an Ontario-based contingent now, or more so of that, when you've got Jeff Jackson here and you've got now uh, Rick Pacey, wonder if that's helping maybe with some expanded coverage in that sense too. Yeah, maybe. Uh, the Ontario Hockey League is a, a great league to scout, as is the WHL and the Quebec Major Junior League. But you, you look at the amount of draft picks from the OHL and players that uh, move on to the National Hockey League and have impact from the OHL. The numbers are very good. So having a, a strong presence in that area, I don't see the downside to it. 780-496-0063, the news of today. Let's get to the top story uh, right now, and we can talk about it throughout the course of the afternoon. It's brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments, no interest, 
for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. If you're on Twitter, this morning you would have seen Elliot Friedman talking about Evan Bouchard and the Oilers creeping very close. Not so close that we can officially report it, but very close to a two-year, $3.9 million contract extension, which if you listened yesterday, you would have heard Frank Saravalli break here that uh, he believed that they were headed toward the same thing. Let's get to that clip uh, in the audio vault for our friends at Direct Workwear featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices, and customer service that makes you feel like family. Saravalli with an update on Bouchard's contract status. I believe the Oilers are closing in on a deal or are pretty close, have made significant progress with Evan Bouchard. And it's not going to be part of that formula, I don't think, that is sign this guy to as long a term deal as you can. We do expect it to be a bridge deal and we do expect it to be just south of four million bucks a year. But did want to share, um, because this is Oilers now, that it seems like there's been some significant progress. And I don't I don't think it's across the finish line yet, but I think it's pretty close. And I would say that the best way to explain it or describe it to this point is substantially complete. I think it's done but I, or close to being done, but they haven't announced it. And I don't know that they've quite put pen to paper yet, but that's that's really why I wanted to share because I was poking around in the last day or two knowing that we'd be chatting and I figured at some point it might come up and my sense is that it's very close but for whatever reason the two sides haven't formally or finalized it yet but I think it's it's in good shape and and there are no concerns there and we learned today that they're really uh, are no concerns there. Uh, was I say Rick Pacey? It's Rick Pracy. There's an R in there. Uh, apologies on that front. I did I did know that. I was mispronouncing that. So thank you to the caller who let us know. Always appreciate you keeping us honest on the uh, either the text line or the hotline. The River Cree Resort Casino Hotline 780-496-0063. Don't miss Mackenzie Porter live at the River Cree Friday, September 1st. Get your tickets now at rivercreeresort.com. River Cree Resort and Casino. No excitement. Bet on it. We'll open the hotline up uh, probably after the one o'clock news. We'll talk about Evan Bouchard's potential. I mean, we'll, we'll consider this is all the money they have to spend on him. So it's not like it's going to be vastly different when we see the news come out from the team. This, and, and when you're hearing it from Frank and Elliot, that's that's probably as reliable as you're going to get. Oh, yeah. Um, if Dickie Dunn wrote it, it's got to be true. Like that. <laughs> that's It's the same concept. Uh, yeah. And Matt, are we fortunate to have each of them as a recurring guest on this show, locking them in when we move to five to seven as well. But uh, as for today, yeah, we'll talk with uh, Hart Levine from Puckpedia. We'll break down the dollars and cents of this Bouchard deal at uh, 12.30 because there aren't a lot of dollars and cents left as we know um, but there's a way to make it work so that you can have about uh, 1.7 million dollars or so by the time the trade deadline rolls around so um, we're going to get hard to explain how that kind of thing accumulates who has to be in the minors when they have to be in the minors all that sort of thing I'll tell you what I understand the more that you dig into this the more you understand why you need an assistant general manager who oh, yeah. simply specializes in the intricacies of the salary cap because boy is it confusing oh yeah there's there's a lot of nooks and crannies and there's a lot of uh, opportunity to 
to save some space or find some space or get creative to get some space. Mm-hmm. And you need to work every advantage when you're that close to it. And there's a lot of teams in the same situation. So there, there's a lot of... Uh, opportunity for a job for those that are really good at working with the numbers. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad there are, because I'm not. <laughs> I'm not that guy. That's why I talk on the radio. I have yeah. fun for a living. I had to, because I wasn't <laughs> smart enough to go punch numbers in anywhere. So, uh, that's why I'm talking to you today. We will talk more about the other news in the NHL, but there's your headline stories, and we'll flush those out throughout the rest of this show. Again, some open talk time on the River Cree Resort, because Casino Hotline a little later on, but always feel free to float us a text on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. That number as well, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. Oilers closing in on a deal with Bouchard, and Rick Pracy is the new director of amateur scouting as a a mini-makeover over of the Oilers front office. At least a new coat of paint continues to dry here on uh, Oilers Now. Much more on this when we come back. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Ched. Brendan Escott, Cam Moon, guest hosting today and all week long. And next week... Bob's back next Friday from vacation, and then we'll flip to the new time slot. Hope you'll join us then. 780-496-0063. Texter says it's nice to see the Oilers are in the exact same cap position as last year and are no better of a team. In fact, they've lost some players. WTF, Hmm. says the texter. I don't know that I agree that they're in a worse position heading into this season. I, I don't think so. And, and okay, so you've lost Clem Cost and, and you've essentially swapped Kyler Yamamoto for Connor Brown. I don't necessarily dislike that trade. No. Player for player. And you know what? I There's... Like, think about the fact that Clean Costa was added at the start, like, the day before the season started last year, the day after, one of the two. And, uh, and you know, there's impactful players that are picked up along the way. So to say that the team is no better isn't necessarily, like, that statement doesn't hold up past a certain, past the next roster move that they made. A full year of Matthias Ekholm. Sure. Knock on wood, a full year of Evander Kane, which we did not have last year. It's a year further into the development of Stuart Skinner. Had a tremendous rookie season, but we expect him to build off of that. Uh, As far as Jack Campbell goes, we're hoping things are better. They should be, but that remains to be seen. So I I think they're in, and another year of of the experience of the postseason, of which it, it accumulates when you bring the same players back. And I think that's important too. So do I think they're they're worse off than they were a year ago? No, I absolutely don't. And I, I think they're maybe slightly ahead. I'll put them ahead. I just, I, you know, we kind of talked about this earlier, or Bob did last week. What, there wasn't a need for a cataclysmic change. I understand no. they didn't win the Stanley Cup, but you didn't need to blow the whole thing up. You only needed to swap out a piece or two, and that was forced by, you know, the money here. And they've only made a couple of changes. 
when Tampa got swept by Columbus, they didn't blow that thing up, did they? No. no. They turned around and won a whole bunch of Stanley Cups, though. <laughs> they did. Because they knew they were right there. Yeah. And they had some things go against them in that round, and they weren't good enough. But they gained some experience from it and came back. They knew they had a good team coming back. The Oilers have a good team coming back. And I, I would say better than they did last year at the same time. So if if nothing else, uh, with the addition of Matthias Ekholm for the whole year. So... There has to be, and we've talked about patience. I mean, every every <laughs> fan base has to go through the same thing. But you know, at the end of the day, you you have, you know, you can look at last year, and there'll be four or five teams that felt they had legitimate shots at winning the Stanley Cup that didn't, and they're all in the in a similar type situation. And coming back, do they still have a shot this year? They do, and the Oilers are among those teams, and we'll see how it plays out. Hattrick and Provost saying, uh, Brendan, the team is better on defense now than the start of last year by a lot. And particularly if they're able to add somebody on a PTO like a Mark Pesic, uh, I think that only fortifies a situation that's better than you're not throwing Philip Broberg in a bunch of situations. You can continue spot picking and, and not sheltering him to a detriment, but I don't think he's ready for 20 minutes a game yet, as we know. So let's see if there's somebody else that can help. Injuries happen. There's going to be a yep. point in the year where, you know, you're asking a lot of Vinny DeHarnay, for example, to come in because someone on on defense has been hurt. So depth of the team, I, I think that you're looking at uh, hopefully adding there. But as far as the talent goes, I don't think they're in a worse spot. No. And uh, you, you don't really need to add a whole lot right now to a team that already has the kind of top end talent that it does. So, but, but you do need. You know, Philip Broberg does need to make that next step. So does Dylan. And Holloway uh, in their in their development and become a little more relied upon and make that that's and that's part of it. It's part of getting a year older and a year better. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Agree or disagree with that texture? Because now with Bouchard pretty well signed here. I don't know that the ink has been put on the paper yet, but lots of reports from all the reputable sources, and it puts them in basically the same salary cap position as that texture highlighted. But do you agree or disagree with that texture that they are not any better than they were at the end of last season? Let us know. We've got lots of open talk time in about a half hour. We're going to hear first, though, from Puckpedia's Hart Levine, who will break down exactly what this looming Bouchard extension means and how Edmonton is going to have to dance around the salary cap. We'll quickly do uh, NHL Today as well. A couple other stories here for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Your local branded merchandise specialists head to ElitePromoMarketing.com Joe Valeno signing uh, with Detroit on a one-year $825,000 contract extension. Was a restricted free agent, 30th overall in 2018 by Ken Holland and Tyler Wright, of course. He had uh, 20 points in 81 games last year. Andre Turnier signing a three-year extension in Arizona. The head coach there uh, has coached 164 games now for them. He's gone 53, 90, and 21. And, and this is perhaps the weirdest one of all. How about Peter Holland? Remember that name? You don't? Yeah, well, he hasn't played since uh, 2017-18 as a member of the New York Rangers when he played uh, just... 23 games, but Paul, or rather Peter Holland, is uh, attempting a, a comeback on a PTO with the Colorado Avalanche. 
Wow. Yeah. That's well, good for him. Thirty two years old now. Former fifteenth overall pick of the Anaheim Ducks. Wouldn't that be something if he pulls it off and gets a contract and plays in the NHL after yeah. being away for that long? That's yeah. that'd be some story. That's a long time. Brandon Sutter's length of time is one thing. Yep. This is a very long time. Okay, we will talk with Hart Levine when we come back. Cam and Brendan with you. We'll be back on Oilers Now.